0: Hello, my name is Brent Dundor. I identify as cisgendered and I use he, him, his pronouns. I'm a commercial photographer in Minneapolis, Minnesota, a fine artist and activist, and I'm also the proud producer of theythemproject.org. They Them Project interviews non-binary individuals, offering a platform for them to be seen and heard while informing and educating everyone on how words and actions affect the trans plus community. Hello to everyone listening. I'm very excited today to introduce to you Cole Grasky. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I was just asking um, you your name and uh, you pronounced that for me. So thanks for that. Um, uh, Cole, I want you to actually introduce yourself and tell people what you do. Um all right. Well, I'm Cole, a.k.a. B, a an uh, upcoming
1: singer-songwriter in the Twin Cities. I just recently put out my second EP, and I am putting out my third follow-up EP
0: this fall. Very cool. Yeah. Um, Cole, thank you for being here. I always like to start out the interviews uh, by showing people how easy it is to share pronouns and how that gives others the space to do so as well. Yes. My name is Brent Dundor. I am a photographer based out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. I also produce the They Them Project. I identify as cisgendered and I use he, him, his pronouns.
1: All right. Well, as you know... I'm Cole slash B, and I identify as non-binary and use they, them pronouns.
0: I always like to start out the interview by um, explaining to everyone why I started this project. And also, I don't know if you know the full background, so I'll give that to you as well. Mm -hmm. I started the They, Them project to challenge my own ignorance on gender, documenting my journey to better understand and embrace people who are gender Mm non-conforming. Um, I now do the project in hope of educating everyone who listens and to offer a platform to non-binary individuals to tell their stories and to be seen and heard. Yeah, It's important to me to remind everyone listening that the goal of the project is to reach the people who might have yet to take the time to understand gender. And when it comes down to it, the only way the project will grow and inform new people is when anyone that's listening to this, Shares it. So that's very important. Um, If you are someone who has shared the project before, share it again. Tell others that you listened and why they should listen to the interview as well. Mm -hmm. All right, so Cole, uh, before we get officially started with the official questions for the project, (laughs) um, I want to know if you have any questions for me. Um, No, I'm just excited to be here and ready to get cracking. Cool. What made you decide
1: to do this project? Um, What made me decide to do this project? Um, I just saw a lot of my friends and a lot of people who I really respect um, take part in this. And I think it's such an important, um, it's such an important movement to display. And I think that this project is just genius in the way that it presents the non-binary community and the non-binary community specifically in Minneapolis, because it's so important for us to share that culture and, um, embrace it,
0: you know, do you have any specific hopes through doing, for doing this, uh, interview?
1: Um, I just hope people get to know me a little bit, um, and get to see, uh, I guess my, through my eyes what being non-binary is like for me.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to do the official questions. Yes. <laughs> Cole, would there ever be a time that you would be upset if someone asked you what pronouns you use?
1: No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, I think it, if anything, it's, it should be, I prefer it to be one of the first things that's discussed when um, inter- during an introduction. Um like, you know, hi, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, what pronouns do you use? I think that's very, very an essential part of conversation.
0: How much responsibility do you think should be put on others to ask your pronouns or for you to tell others your pronouns?
1: Um, I think it's not as much about, there is a responsibility there. Um, it's just, it's personal preference really. And, also to those who, um, don't identify as, or, you know, it's complicated because you can't have expectations of people all the time and that they're going to understand, uh, gender and how it's expanded over time. But it's, um, yeah, the best way you can do that is to just, Educate, and who knows? Maybe I'll send them the link to this. Yep. Just to be like, if you really want to know my gender. <laughs> yeah.
0: <you> um, <laughs> yeah. So this is this is the the, the second question. This is the second question that I always ask. Therefore, mm. it's, I mean, it's pretty important one. Yes. But through doing the project, I have realized that the word responsibility mm-hmm. is kind of an interesting word. It is a very interesting word, and. Um, Before you came here today, I was thinking about ways to better ask that question um, so that it it, it makes it makes more sense for someone who is gender nonconforming. And it's um, it's with with the project. I'm also trying to. Make sure that people who have not educated themselves on gender mm-hmm. that they are um, that they're understanding the question, right? Yes. So, from the approach of someone who who might not have asked someone their pronouns before, it's about it's it's a responsibility. It's like they, what they yeah. have to think about to ask someone, right? Right. So, here's a question that I. Um, thought of before you came here. And I'm, you can help me with this question, maybe about how, 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 how should I ask this question so that it's best for this type of interview? Right? So I was going to say, if everyone in the world understood the fluidity of gender mm-hmm. and the importance of asking and respecting someone's gender, yeah. what do you think would be ideal for when you meet and introduce yourself to someone? Would Would everyone say their pronouns? Or would people ask and it would be asked in the same way that people would ask someone's name? Um, Yeah.
1: I think if gender was more fluid, um, I mean, just the interactions I've had with other non-binary people, it's really not that hard to just, you know, say, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. You know, give a compliment, but you know, make sure that you somehow work in, uh, you know, what pronouns do you use? And I think a lot of people, would never be offended by that. If anything, they'd be really thankful and it would just show them what kind of person you are and that you respect them.
0: Yeah. It all, it all comes back to the idea that it's really the same thing as asking someone's name. Exactly. And I haven't actually put it this way in the interviews, but it's, it's like, if you went up to someone and you said, is it okay if I ask you what your name is? That would be kind of a weird question. Right. Right. Yes. Because Everyone wants to be respected by their name. You don't want that. <laughs> no one wants you to call some, uh, to say the wrong name repeatedly over and over again. Right. Right. Um, but yeah. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Are there any instances where you currently use other pronouns other than they, them? um, Lately,
1: no. I um, have been trying to make it so that it's fluid throughout everything that I use. Um, if anything, my driver's license might still say um, mail on it. But uh, now I'm hearing about, um, you know, the X on the line movement. And I think that's something that should be yeah looked into and expanded on more. I would love to be able to put that down uh, on medical records and things like that, uh, just because it does make the difference. But yeah, I'm trying to make it so that it uh, spans across everything.
0: In my life. So has there ever been a time you've thought about using pronouns other than he, she, or they? Um, ever
1: been a time where I uh, thought about using other pronouns? I mean, I feel like they just describes me very well. I, I just <laughs> feel like You know, there's, I mean, and not even just for me, but honestly, for anyone who you just don't know what they identify as. And I, yeah, I'm not as, I can be a little, how do I say this, um, passive in terms of my gendering sometimes just because i don't feel like you know (laughs) you know when it comes to everybody misgendering you or just a person who you'll never meet again you know you can't always like correct them because it's just exhausting you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah i always felt they them really described me best and i think anything else like i i thought about um I've thought about my gender so many times, but I mean, I never felt so strongly to want to identify as just a specific gender. I always felt I was very fluid in that sense.
0: Well, there's some people who feel that, uh, that they, them pronouns are actually too specific to gender. Um,
1: you know, a lot of people have their thoughts, but honestly, you know, it's just, again, up to personal preference. Yep. And I prefer they, them.
0: All right. Um, away from pronouns. Yes. How would you describe yourself and your gender?
1: How would I describe myself and my gender? I mean, uh, I guess there are keywords. Black, not just meaning skin tone, but I mean, black is my favorite shade, favorite color, if you will. You'll catch me in it probably every day. I would just describe myself as hopefully just honest. And I don't know. I'm just I'm B. I'm just B. (laughs) What can I say?
0: I like that. (laughs) How long have you been using they them pronouns?
1: Um, I've been using they, them pronouns for, I think, uh, I think coming up on two years now. Um, when I first started, uh, learning about it and, uh, looking into it, I, uh, eh, maybe a little less than two years, maybe like a year and a half. But, um, when I first started looking into it, I don't know. I mean, one day I just, it wasn't really like, it, it, it's never like an overnight, like, decision or just a, you know, am hey, I'm, I'm non-binary. It's more just one day I felt like, ah, I like this skirt. You know, I really want this skirt and you, it's almost like a weird craving, but like, I have to wear this. And I mean, it's just really, I started expressing myself t- to my fullest extent and, you know, just didn't care what, um, what, uh, binary, you know, rule there was in terms of what I could wear, what garments I could have. And from there I've discovered that, um, you know, a term for that was non-binary and I looked more into it and I did more research on it. And I eventually found the non-binary um, community in Minneapolis and it's been I don't know, glorious ever since. I don't know (laughs) what to say. But yeah, um, just at this time now, I mean, I feel like discovering that and discovering my true self, like I've never felt more comfortable in my own skin. So yeah.
0: So that question is specific to using they, them pronouns. Yes. But I want you to tell me more about your whole entire journey. When did you first start questioning gender? Well, I mean, we could go back
1: to preschool when I started um, playing dress up. And, you know, I've always I've always um, I've always had a very masculine, per se, and feminine energy about me um, in the sense that, you know, I still enjoy certain masculine things, you know, maybe not. It's very weird and specific. I can't even get into it. But I mean, there's always been that duality in me. And it was, it's was it been repressed for many years. It was repressed for many years just because, you know, when you're a kid, certain people, you know, are going to say, obviously, like, oh, why are they doing this? Why are they dressing in, you know, little girls' dress-up clothes? Why are they doing that? That was just repressed for a while after certain things happened in my childhood, I guess, um, you know. Just growing up and being young, queer, uh, used to think gay. Um, and I just, yeah, never really let myself, uh, well, allowed myself to explore that side of myself. Like, even when I did, like, I would buy, um, like, for say, women's clothing. And I would always be like, is this too, you know, is this too femme? Is this too, you know,
0: yeah. So you, um, you use the words uh, queer. And what I think you were saying originally, gay.
1: Yeah. I originally, of course, identified as what I thought was a gay male throughout um, when I came out when I was 14 and uh, through when I was in, probably through to when I was 20, I identified as just gay.
0: But... um And so I want, I want to always try to go back to a perspective of someone who might be thinking about gender for the first time. Yeah. And to actually like touch on that a little bit, because obviously what, what we learned through the project is that gender and sexuality are very different, but from your perspective and from your story, if you can, if you can uh, touch on that a little bit more, I think that would be good for people who are hearing some of this for the first time. Um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, (laughs) I am yeah it's
1: when people are when you're discovering your gender it's just it's it's hard to say it's hard to describe it's never just an overnight thing like it's something that happened for years and you know I always had these desires and I always loved you know seeing you know clothes on the mannequins at like a forever 21. And, you know, and it was always in the women's department. And I always hated, you know, whatever was in the men's department. And honestly, like, it just comes down to expressing yourself truly and learning, not even learning, just asking yourself the question, what do I, what do I want to be? And, you know, how, how do I want to express myself? And, when you can finally express yourself in the truest way, it's, it's amazing. And honestly, now, like I can't picture my life, you know, still staying in the binary. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I just, I can't describe it. I've just.
0: The way that you're talking about it, the expressions (laughs) on your face, it, it, you are, you are literally excited about, about what you have discovered.
1: Yeah, because you know, when you think you have to be a certain way your entire life and you think that there's nobody else like you who would want these things. You know, those feelings are just very repressed and you feel like you're not 100% your true self. And for me just it's been a journey. It's it's just been a journey finding who I who I feel I really am and I just feel as if I found my true self. I can't say anything more than that. (laughs)
0: That's great. All right. So uh, this is a question that I try to actually ask every person that I interview. Yes. Do you feel that race plays into gender identity and acceptance of someone's gender? I I come from a background of,
1: I mean, my mother is white. I had my father was black. I didn't know my father very well, and my mother's always been very accepting. And I can't say there's never been any. Friction about what I identify as because you know, even when you come out of the closet the first time, for me, as when I came out as gay, it was, uh, it was, I mean. It was something. And I I had a black stepfather at the time. Uh, (laughs) he, he wanted me, he really wanted me to be like bi at the time. I don't want to say, you know, just because I had a white mom, I'd always felt super comfortable. Um,
0: it's just because that's my mom. But I mean, you, you had a, a, an upbringing that, um, had multi backgrounds and, um, I think that that's it's it's a very, it's a unique question
1: to ask you then. Exactly. Because there was never just one race involved. It was, you know, it was just a lot of different input from a lot of different kinds of people. It's, it's an interesting question. I never felt like race really played into that. I think if anything, um, if anything, it enhanced it because the POC community, queer community in Minneapolis is so accepting and so wonderful. And uh, yeah, I never felt like it was ever, a, it ever hindered me in any way, if anything, it, you know, made things way better.
0: <laughs> if so, um, you actually, you stated the first time you came out, you, so you've come out twice. What does that mean?
1: Growing up, you know, you always think you're one thing. And then I don't know, maybe you you realize that it's not always what you were meant to be. For me at first, it was dealing with the sexual orientation, really. And then with just the personal orientation, you know, like who I just felt, what I just felt like as a person. And so I learned that those two didn't really have to coincide.
0: Right. What you just said is is kind of the, the slogan of... Um, Sexuality is what you're attracted to on to people on yes. the outside. And yes. gender is what you feel on the inside. Yes. Can you give an example of when someone challenged your gender and how that made you feel? Um when someone challenged my gender. Um
1: when people try to say there's no way that you can be just, you know, both genders or not have a gender, and that you I don't a lot of people still think about it as very black and white because a lot of people are still getting the hang of, you know, being trans. And, you know, so a lot of people when they do see me and what I do, they think, "Oh, they're just transgender or transsexual." And I have to tell them like, you "No, know, that's just not what I identify as." Um, you know, I I don't feel so strongly to go through with any procedures or anything to change my appearance or that such. Like, it's never been about that. It's just, for me, been expressing, just expressing myself and through what I wear and through, um, yeah, just through what I wear, how I present myself, um, whether that's, uh, feminine or masculine. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I should have to be expected to be either
0: or at any given time. Is there is has there ever been a time when someone has validated your gender? And how did that make you feel?
1: I, I had this the other day I had uh, a customer come in. Um, it was an older man with his kids. He, uh, instead of saying, um, he or she, I, I forget along the lines of, what he was referring to my gender for. But, um, instead of saying he or she, he just said they, or them. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you got it. Cause usually I'm used to hearing one or the other, you know, he or she, and I'll take either or, because I really don't, I mean, when it comes to it, like that, it's just, it's such a blur to me now that I just, you know, you don't, care it's weird like i just
0: if people are being respectful then yeah it's different i want to touch on that uh yeah that I don't understand. that example yeah because it's uh, like to anyone listening okay so what what, what else do you do for work
1: we what else said, do i do
0: for work i mean um i work at h&m yeah. so for people listening that are trying to understand gender for maybe the first time yes it's everyone can picture themselves in a situation where they're going clothes shopping Mm-hmm. And there's someone like you who is working there mm-hmm. and maybe they have kids with them. And for you, the fact that this person uses they, them pronouns in that an was, everyday situation, yeah. it was a big deal. It was a big deal just because it was just like,
1: yeah, you get it. <laughs> yeah. And it, it felt really good just because, you know, it shows that people are willing to learn and willing to change their way of thinking. I thought that was really
0: awesome. And the idea that someone is doing that around kids is really powerful to me, too. Exactly. Yes. To, you know, set that example. It's really awesome. Cole, when I first started the project, I didn't understand the importance behind someone's name, um, specifically in the trans plus community. And I want to know, what does Cole represent to you? Cole represents to me... um,
1: What I've grown up with, it represents for me, the name I've been given by my, my family, my mother specifically, who I love to pieces. Um, and for me, that's just, that's just who I am with family and friends. And that's a more intimate, I I don't want to say a more intimate side of me because that's a little bit secluding, but, um, that's just, yeah, the sort of
0: <laughs> me at rest <laughs> in okay. a sense. So you've also said that um, you've introduced yourself as B, as an artist. Yes. So let's talk about the difference between um, someone referring to you as B, as an artist, possibly performing, and um, how you, as you've said off microphone, that you prefer Cole when you're not performing. So how does that work for you? Um, it works for me just fine, (laughs) Um,
1: but I, I just, it works for me in the sense that B is really just my creation and the embodiment of who I've become as my own person. And I feel comfortable. That's what I feel comfortable sharing with the world. Cole, however, is just, I, I guess not who everybody knows of me growing up, but I mean, that's just who I've always been. And that's just, I can't say that part of me is dead because I mean, it's just, it's who I am.
0: So, in a in a way, so I, I've interviewed plenty of people in, in the project who have changed their name um, yes. when discovering their gender and their birth name is not something that we talk about unless they say they want to talk about it. Right, um, But we, also know of you as B and it's it's kind of like it's 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 almost the opposite feel of okay so you have another you it's not identity but you have another expression of yourself yeah through B and um I mean what if what if I were to call you B for the rest of this interview what would that mean to you? That would mean... I guess we're talking to you as an artist as well, so that's a little different, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, and I would be fine with that just because, I mean, you know, this is the Day Them Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, of course, if we're talking about my artistry, um, I would expect you to use that, but I think it would be a little strange if we just met, you know, at any sort of gathering right. or just on the sidewalk, and you were just like, hey, B, and I'm just yeah. like... Huh? How do you know that name? Yeah,
0: <laughs> or if you introduce yourself as Cole and I knew from Facebook that you were B, then I I would want to respect you by saying Cole. Yes, yes, just because that's just who I am when I'm off stage. Okay. What advice do you have for parents who might have children who mm-hmm. are questioning their gender identity? Let them express themselves. Let them go
1: towards whatever. They want to go towards whether it's the Barbie aisle or the Hot Wheels aisle.
0: Um, What advice would you have for youth who might be listening to this and questioning their gender identity? I would say
1: um, don't doubt yourself. If you think that you might be non-binary or you might be of another gender, I mean, Really just do your research and ask yourself the questions, you know, ask yourself what, what parts of those, of that research can you relate with? If you feel like it's something you want to experiment with, feel free to experiment. I mean, nobody's going to chastise you for that. Um, as long as you're just being true to
0: yourself. <laughs> All right. So um, at the end of the interview, I always like for people to have a space where they can promote themselves, but let's talk a little bit more about you as an artist. Tell me about B. Um, B
1: is (laughs) B is a lot of different things. Um, It's what I've always just been working on since high school. Um, Back when I was sitting in ISS in freshman year, I would, you know, start writing songs and, you know i mean i'd been writing for so many years before i actually started um recording my songs and uh putting them out there on soundcloud and things like that um and yeah just all of this work and all of this you know <laughs> experimenting with music just led into be and i mean i put out my first ep last year and um that was really awesome because I did a lot more, uh, performance than I thought I would ever get to do off of that. So that was really awesome. And this summer, um, I put out, uh, volume two in June and that was, um, thankfully, uh, well-received by my peers. And it's something I'm still very, very proud of. And, um, and, still promoting and uh now i'm just uh working on my next follow-up project that will be coming out uh hopefully next sometime next month um and that's going to be called ulexi if people want to connect with B, where do they do that they can connect with me on instagram at be.cg They can also get me on Facebook that is facebook.com slash the V mix T H E B E M I X. And also on SoundCloud at
0: soundcloud.com slash Cole Grasky. All right. And all of those links will actually be in the interview profile down below as well. Yes. Well, Cole, is there anything else you would like to say to anyone listening?
1: Um,
0: Follow your dreams and keep
1: being you. Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Thanks for being here, Cole. All right. If you are a person who has listened to this podcast, you might be asking how you can support Cole, how you can support They Them Project. And it's actually really simple. You share the interview. And all you have to do is go through the website, theythemproject.org. And you can click the share links that are provided on each person's uh, personal interview. It takes about five seconds and it makes all the difference in the world. So go to theythemproject.org and share these interviews.